And you are listening to the Texas Standard. For lots of us, when we think of cotton, we're just thinking of the white puffy stuff, right? The stuff you see while driving down the highway. But there's a lot more to the cotton plant than that. In fact, for every one pound of fiber, cotton plants produce about 1.6 pounds of cotton seeds. The problem here, there's just not a lot you can do with those cotton seeds, other than plant more cotton, of course. But Dr. Kirti Rator has been working for almost a quarter century to change that. In fact, he wants you to be able to eat those cotton seeds. Dr. Rator is a professor at Texas A&M AgriLife Research, and he joins us now on the Texas Standard. Dr. Rator, welcome. Thank you. Some big news here to report. The uh, U.S. Agriculture Department is now giving, giving uh, you the go-ahead to perhaps, what, produce commercially these seeds for, for food? Yes, well, it's a, it's a very important step uh, in our journey. What we have uh, created in my lab is a, basically, is a genetically modified organism. Uh, and any GMO that you produce has to meet a USDA approval. Uh, and what USDA approval means is that now we can grow these cotton seeds without their permission. And so uh, that's why we had to generate all kind of data. And this is the reason why it took so long. I see. I see. Yes. Now, now, just to be clear, why is it that you need this new strain of cottonseed? What's wrong with the old cottonseed? Why, why can't you eat those? Yes, uh, very good question. The cotton seed, uh, in fact, the whole cotton plant contains a toxic terpenoid called gossypol. And this terpenoid is also present in the seed. And because it's toxic, one cannot eat it, or certainly human beings cannot eat it, or we cannot even feed this to chicken, pigs, or fish. The only animals that can tolerate uh, cotton seed and the gossypol that is in the seed mm -hmm. are the cows and some of the other ruminant animals. I see. So what you have done is you found a way to get that uh, toxin out of the cotton seed, essentially. That's right. So what we have basically done is silence a gene that is responsible for producing gossypol in the cotton plant, but we have silenced that gene only in the seed. The rest of the plant still has this gene, is still active in the rest of the plant. So the rest of the plant still produces gossypol, and the gossypol is necessary for the plant to defend itself against uh, insect pests and predators. Sure, that that makes perfect sense. So right. let's 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 think of the of the big picture here. If we're talking about consuming cotton seeds, are we talking about a competitor to sunflower seeds, or how do you see this growing, if you will? Um, there are many uses for this uh, cotton seed. Uh, one being as a chicken feed, or mm -hmm. fish feed, or or swine. The levels of gossypol are low enough in our cotton seed that FDA considers it safe even for human consumption. So one can use that uh, cotton seed meal. You can make flour. You can add it to your uh, flour to make bread or tortillas. You could also roast and salt the uh, kernels, and you can eat them as snack food, just the way you eat peanuts. Maybe make some cottonseed hummus, uh, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> you could you could make uh, cottonseed hummus. Uh, I mean, it can be produced as a paste or or a spread, just like peanut butter. 
and you could use it that way, yes. Well, you know, you you think about the other implications here. Of course, you're going to have, if everything gets the go-ahead, you could have cotton farmers perhaps double or who knows triple their income from something like this uh, development but also in in the developing world where cotton can grow but you can't eat the seed obviously that could turn things around yes so it'll be useful for our farmers here in the u.s because uh, right now they get very little uh, income coming out of the cotton seed most of the their income is derived from selling the fiber but uh, its biggest use is probably in very a uh, lot of poor countries that are big producers of cotton. Uh, India and China being number one and two producers of cotton. Mm. And there are several countries in Africa. They also grow cotton as cash crop. And as we know that there is a lot of uh, protein malnutrition in those countries. So they can benefit a great deal from this product. Dr. Rator, uh, let me ask you, have you had a chance to actually try one of these yourself? I mean, have you eaten cottonseed yourself? Actually, 60 years ago, the plant breeders had come up with a totally gossip-all-free cotton plant. And we have tried those seeds. Uh, It tastes uh, tastes like chickpea. Like chickpeas. Uh, What's what's it like for you after all these years to to, to come up with this? Yeah, well, it feels good. I mean, it's uh, it's been a long journey, 23 years is a long time. And, uh, you know, obviously there were a lot of uh, failures along the way. Funding was very uh, hard to come by initially. And so it's nice to be able to reach uh, this uh, milestone. Uh, and, uh, and obviously we're looking forward to uh, seeing this in the hands of the farmers so they can benefit from it and... Uh, a lot of people who need protein in their diets can benefit from it. So it feels good to have come this far. Dr. Kirti Rator, a professor at Texas A&M AgriLife Research, has been working for almost a quarter century to come up with a modified cottonseed that could be used for feed. Dr. Rator, congratulations uh, on, uh, on the progress and uh, uh, keep us posted. Thank you.